Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, 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 everybody. We just bless God for each and every one of you out there joining us this evening. It is once again that time of the month, the week, the day, and the hour where we are going before the throne of glory with Judah fire. Hallelujah, God, and the host my pastor, the pastor of Judah Ministry Church of God in Christ, the one and only Pastor Montez O. Jones, the next voice you shall hear. Man of God, the ministry is in your hand. Praise our God. Praise our God. He is worthy to be praised. And we are lifting him up this evening because God is worthy to be praised. And what a joy it is. What a joy it is to come on tonight and to spread the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. And tonight we believe that God is almighty. We believe that God is powerful. We believe that God is in the blessing business, and he's doing a great work even now, even as we are ministering, going through the different challenges uh, that we're facing on a daily basis. God is still good. God is still good. And that's why I love him. That's why I praise him, because he is a good God. And uh, so tonight we're just going to share a word from the Lord, and I pray that your hearts are in tune to the Spirit of God, that whatever the Lord will say to us and through us tonight, uh, that we would be hearers, hearers of the word, amen, and not only hearers, but doers, and that is my commitment. I'm going to do what God has called me to do, and somebody out there tonight, you need to make a vow unto the Lord to do just what the Lord has called you to do and be what God has called you to be. And that's what I love about Purpose Kingdom Network because we're not afraid to really challenge the people of God and to those who are listening, amen, to to just step out on faith and to move in the things of God and, and not looking at Uh, the world around us, not looking at what's going on, but truly leaning and depending on Jesus because we know that leaning and depending on Jesus really makes a difference. How do I know? Because Jesus has made a difference in my life. I'm here today because of Jesus. I'm here today because Jesus has made a difference in my life. And so, Father, as we go forth tonight, we pray that you will move by your power. Lord Jesus, move by your spirit. Send your word. Send your word, God. Let somebody be blessed and encouraged and strengthened in their walk with, we believe you, Lord. We believe you. So, God, we just commit everything that is said and done. We commit it over to you. So, Lord, 
We thank you and we praise you. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, tonight, uh, I just want to just encourage the people of God as I think about uh, a very familiar character in the Bible by the name of David. By the name of David. And we know uh, that David's family only saw a shepherd, but God saw a king. David's family only saw a shepherd, but God saw a king. And you know what? I just want to tell somebody tonight that you are more than meet the eye. You are more than what meets the eye. People have looked at you and have sized you up and have judged you based upon your past or based upon what they see right now. But I want to encourage you to be all that God has called you to be because there's more in you. There's more that God has in store for you, and there's more that's going to come through you. This is why the attack has been so great. This is why the enemy has rolled your back like he has, because he knows that what God has for you, that it is mighty, it is powerful, it is, it is, uh, it is so powerful that it uh, can change your family, it will change your community, it will have an impact wherever you go. Your, the anointing that God has placed upon your life, it is transferable. Praise our God. And it moves and, and permeates and, and goes above and beyond circumstances, goes above and beyond places, amen, and, 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 and environments and cultures and, and systems, hallelujah. The anointing of God is so powerful and so effective. If you really, if you really get loose, if you really get the opportunity, if you really get freed up in your mind and in your spirit, God will use you to have a greater impact. And I just want you to be encouraged tonight. I'm thinking about a story. I'm thinking about a story of an eight-year-old by the name of Frank Saturday when his father had made him a promise to take him fishing if the weather was suitable. But when Saturday dawned, it was raining, y'all, and it looked like it would rain all day. Frank wandered around the house grumbling. Seems like the Lord should have known that it would have been better to have it rain yesterday uh, instead of today. Uh, But then about 3 o'clock, the rain stopped. They quickly loaded the gear and were off to the lake. Whatever the reason, y'all, the fish were biting hungrily. And and the, the father and the son returned with a full string of fine, big fish. And at supper, Frank's mom asked him to say the grace. And Frank did and concluded the grace by saying, and Lord, I'm sorry that I was so grumpy today. I just couldn't see far enough ahead. I just couldn't see far enough ahead. That's why I was so grumpy at the first time of rain. It just didn't look like I was going to be able to go out and to complete my mission for today. So I began to 
grumble and mumble and complain, but Lord, I repent for my complaints. I just couldn't see far enough ahead. Now, how true is that? Well, when you look at the careers of Saul and and David, they began uh, very much like that, right? When you look at David and Saul, uh, both of them, both were chosen by God out of the tribes, out of all of the tribes of Israel. They were both anointed with oil by the prophet Samuel. Both were moved upon by the Holy Spirit and gifted with a spirit of prophecy. Both were destined by God to lead Israel. Do you know what? There were reasons for, for Saul's failure. Saul didn't seek God until it was too late. According to 1 Samuel 14 and 35, it said, then Saul built an altar to the Lord. It was the first time that he had done this. God was like a spare tire to him. My God, he only resorted to God in emergencies like we do that spare tire. But the Bible says that in, in 28 and 7 that he ended up seeking God. He ended up seeking God. Now, even though it was through a witch, he ended up seeking God. So, so here's what we learned. Saul wasn't teachable. Saul wasn't obedient. Saul wasn't humble. In chapter 13 and 9 of 1 Samuel, we learned that Saul offered a disobedient sacrifice. And in chapter 15 and 19, we learned that he kept the Amalekite king and the plunder. Saul's only ambition was for himself. He compromised to get acceptance and applause. He built a monument to himself, according to 13. He wanted to be honored above all, according to 15 and 30. He was setting up a dynasty to his son to be king after him, according to 1 Samuel 20. And then I want to also bring out that he was controlled by fear instead of by faith. He violated God's rules of sacrifice, according to 1 Samuel 15 and 24. He wouldn't fight Goliath, my God, though he was the head, although he was head and shoulders taller uh, than the Israelites. My God. And then in chapter 9, verse 2, it goes on and lets us know. In 20 and 31, it goes on and lets us know. And even in 28 and 5, that fear drove him to try to kill David. Fear drove him to the witch of Endor. I mean, Saul had a whole lot going on. And I just want to say to somebody tonight, I don't care how anointed you are or how much God has used you in the past. We must still be obedient to God. Praise God. Saul came to Samuel pursuing animals, and he never altered his life from wilderness pursuit, never altered, never changed his ways. Uh, and the saying on his tombstone, if there was a tombstone over Saul's grave, if there was a tombstone, it should say, the man who missed his, the man who missed his destiny. God forbid that should ever be said about you and I. Well, when we compare his life uh, to David's call and David's life, we learned here uh, concerning David that David was the least and the youngest of eight sons. 
In David's time, the oldest son was automatically the family head and the chief heir. The eighth son would never be considered but God. Come on, somebody. Yeah, we know that David was considered because God considered him. David was overlooked by Samuel. David was overlooked by Jesse. David was overlooked even by Saul. He wasn't even invited to the feast. My God, all the sons of Jesse were invited to attend. But guess what? His own father forgot about him. David's father forgot about him. So in essence, to his family, to his community, to those who knew of him, he was a nobody that nobody noticed for God. Somebody can resonate with that. Somebody has been in that place where you felt like nobody notices you. Nobody notices the call that's on your life. Nobody notices the purpose of God that is on your life. Well, just like David, God notices the call on your life. Why? Because he's the one who called you. When everybody else forgets about you, you can rest assured that God has not forgotten about you. My God, it was God who watched over David. It was God who fellowshiped with David. What a fellowship. What a joy, divine, leaning on the everlasting arm. It is a blessing to have fellowship with God. Hallelujah. We used to sing a song, we have friendship with Jesus, fellowship divine. Oh, what a blessed, sweet communion. Why? Because Jesus is a friend of mine. I want to let you know tonight, I don't care who forgot about you. I don't care who's ignoring you. I don't care who's not acknowledging you and your purpose and your call and your blessings and your favor and your qualities and your anointing. God acknowledges you, God sees you, and God has plans for your life. You got to be like David, times, you know what we do? We feel like nobodies, but God knows all about us. He has not forgotten us. Amen. But I want to tell you something. You got to get busy for God. You got to get busy. Get busy with your purpose. Get busy with your dreams. Get busy with the plans that God has put in your heart. Get busy because God calls busy people. God calls busy people. People. You know who was that? Who else was busy? In the Bible, Elisha. Elisha was plowing when he was called. The disciples were running a fishing business or a tax collecting business when they were called. David's regular job was keeping the sheep. He was busy. No, it wasn't a grand job. It was the only position lower than a slave, but he was still busy about his business. But let me tell you something. David was faithful. Hallelujah. They knew just where to find David. They knew where to look for him. Why? Because he was continuously busy. He was content, busy doing what he was assigned to do. God knows where to find you when you're doing what he called you to do. My, my, my. Praise his name. So if we are faithful like David, in the little things, 
hallelujah, will also be faithful. The Bible says in Luke 16 and 10, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. I need to read that scripture again because somebody needs to get your spirit motivated. You need to get activated. You need to be in pursuit of something greater than what you're in pursuit of right now. I'm going to read it again, Luke 16 and 10. It says, he that is faithful, not will be faithful, not should be faithful, not was faithful, but he that is faithful and that which is least is faithful also in much. My God, some busy people respond to God's call and some do not. The Bible lets us know that the rich young ruler sadly refused to follow Jesus. My God, but God wants you to know if you follow me, I will use you. If you follow me, if you get busy where you are, I will open up the floodgates for you. I'll give you more opportunities than you can even handle. Somebody out there needs to begin to praise God for the opportunities that God will send your way. You need to praise God for the doors with an S. Come on, somebody, the plural. Ah, praise God for the doors that he's opening for your gifts, the doors that he's opening for your calling, the doors that he's opening for your purpose to be fulfilled. I don't know about nobody else tonight, but I thank you for the multitude of opportunities that are coming my way. I thank you, Lord, because you are blessing us in abundance. Oh, somebody ought to receive that tonight. God is blessing you in abundance. You ought to declare that. You ought to speak it. You ought to confuse the enemy by speaking that multiple doors are open, multiple opportunities are coming. Hallelujah. Multiple streams of opportunity and income is coming your way because you're going to be effective. You're going to do more for God. The more God entrusts you with, the more opportunities God lay before you, the greater your capacity, the greater your assignment, the greater Ah, souls will be saved and drawn into the kingdom of God. Well, can you all tell I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about what God is doing. I'm excited, hallelujah, how he's expanding our borders. Hallelujah, how he's lifting us above our circumstances, how he's raising us above the limitations, hallelujah, that have been set before us. Man has set limitations. Man has defined us. Man has seen us through one perspective. But God said, get ready. Hallelujah. Open up your spirit. I'm going to send you farther, and I'm going to do greater in your life. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. You were already called, my God, even if you didn't realize it, even if you didn't know God was calling you. I stopped by to tell you God called you even when you were unaware, unaware of the assignment that's on your life. That's what, that's what happened with David. David was unaware of his assignment. Everything created contains an instruction or an assignment. I'm going to say that again. Somebody needs to catch this. Everything created contains an instruction or an assignment. Everything is created with purpose. Every rock, 
every plant, every ocean, every river, every animal, everything that is created is created with purpose. My God, I said even the animals, hallelujah, are necessary for the balance of nature. Everything has a purpose. Pumpkin seeds have purpose. My God, it's impossible even with a microscope to see a written, clearly defined instruction to produce more pumpkins. Yet the command cannot be doubted. Plant a million pumpkin seeds and none will produce a tomato plant. Come on, somebody. Invisible instructions as to our destiny and our purpose. Oh, the word of the Lord said in Jeremiah 1, verses 4 through 5, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you, my God, in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. My God, that was the word to Jeremiah, but somebody needs to take hold of that word for yourself tonight because God is speaking the same thing to me and he's speaking the same thing to you. The word of the Lord came to you tonight. My God, he says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. God knew you. God set you apart. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty calling that's on your life. What a mighty destiny that's assigned to your journey and your path. My God, the word of the Lord said, David hungered for God. David hungered for God the way that other people hunger for food and for water. Oh, in Psalm 27 and 4, he said, one thing that I ask from the Lord, and this only do I, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze, my God, on the beauty of the Lord, and to seek him, inquire of him in his temple. Can you tell that David desired the Lord? Psalm 42, he said, as the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul longs or pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Oh, David had a hunger and thirst for God. What about you? Do you have a hunger and a thirst for God and the things of God? Psalm 63 and 1, he said, you, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched or barren land where there is no water. My God, I want to let somebody know, hallelujah, you got to be like David. You got to be thirsty for God. You got to be determined, hallelujah. Out on the hills around Bethlehem, David spent many days and nights in solitude with God and God alone. Oh, yes. There he sang to God with his heart and commanded and communed with God, hallelujah, as he communed in fellowship with a friend. David found God, and God found David. I'm going to say it again. David found God, and God found David. I want to let you know if you want God, all you got to do is do what David did. Still away and praise him. Get away. 
Get away and worship him. Get away from the noise. Get away from the movement. Get away from the shaking. Get away from the distractions. Get away from the pressures and the stressors and find some space to worship God. Find some time to meditate on God. Your breakthrough, your answer, your deliverance is in your time with God. The peace of God that you need in your heart, the peace of mind that you're longing for, it's in your quiet time. It's in your worship time. It's in your devotional time with God, acknowledging God, praising him for who he is, acknowledging his presence, acknowledging his healing, acknowledging his deliverance, acknowledging all the ways that he has made and is making and will make. Acknowledge it and God will consume you with peace, my God. He'll consume you with instructions. He'll consume you with order for your life. Oh, if you want to get some order, get you some worship. If you want to get some order, get into worship, because the enemy cannot exist where worship is. Hallelujah. Send glory up in your home. Send glory up in your office. Sing glory up in your quiet space, in your car. Glorify God. Acknowledge God, and he will rest upon you. He'll rest upon your life. My God, he'll rest upon your life. He'll grant you favor and peace. My God, he'll let even great people acknowledge you. He'll, he'll, he'll put your name, hallelujah, in the hearts and in the minds of people and great positions and great authority. My God. God. That's what he said in his word. He said, I'll bring you before great men. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. David, David, unlike Saul, David knew how to get in position. Hallelujah. People didn't see that about David. People didn't know all of that about David. People never thought that way about David, but David had a secret. He knew how to exist with God. He knew how to coexist. He knew how to exist with his enemies. He knew how to exist with his doubters. He knew how to exist with perpetrators. He knew how to exist with people who had plans against him. But he also knew, even though I had to exist with them, I also coexist with the almighty God. I have a secret connection with heaven, and it's called worship. I have direct access to the Father. It's called worship. I don't got to do a whole lot of fighting the enemy if I just worship God. God will deal with my enemies. Oh, that David understood that Saul did not understand. My God, David was called. Why? Because he was teachable and he was flexible. Throughout his whole life, David faced many challenges. And I got to wrap this up now. He faced many challenges. My God. But to succeed and to survive, he had to be teachable and he had to be flexible. Oh, somebody out there needs to catch that in your spirit. I don't care what you know. You still have to be teachable. I don't care what you already went through, what experience you've already had. You must remain teachable and flexible. Well, how do I know? Because First Samuel 24 lets us know that David had to admit that he was wrong. And David had to repent, like when he had cut off part of Saul's robe. Y'all remember that? Or when he was going to kill Nabal. Uh, he left room for God to intervene and altered his course uh, when he sensed that God was stepping in. Oh, will you allow God 
to step in? And will you alter your course when God lets you know, I want to take you in another direction? When God lets you know you're not in my will, will you be bold and courageous enough to alter your course simply to be in compliance and obedience with God? Praise God. Even though King Saul tried to kill David, and when many hardships came his way, he didn't let his love grow cold for God. Even though he was challenged, even though things were clear, my love will not grow cold with God. I don't care what God allows me to go through. I still love him. I don't care what test I'm experiencing. I still love you, God. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God, tribulation, persecution, death, height, whip, nothing, hallelujah, shall separate me from the love of God. I love God when I feel blessed. I love God when I don't feel blessed. I love God when everybody loves me, and I love God when everybody hates me. I just love God because God is God all by himself. God is good even on a bad day. I said God is good even on a bad day. God is still good, and David testified of that, and David exemplified that, and that's why David was a blessed man. That's why David defied the odds that were against him. That's why David could be picked out by God. That's why David could be raised out uh, from amongst his family. David could be raised up in the midst of his family forgetting about him. When his family thought for sure he wasn't the one. When his family thought for sure, why even invite him to the dinner? God ain't going to bless him. He don't have no place here. He's just a dirty uh, uh, yard keeper. Come on, somebody, a shepherd. Oh, but God said, don't you worry, David. I'm going to make you king. (laughs) I know where you are, but you are not where you will be. I know where you are right now, but this is not where you're going to be. Somebody needs to catch that tonight. You ought to declare, I know where I am right now, but I'm not where I will be. Hallelujah. I'm not where I shall be. God has big plans for you, brothers and sisters. God has greater for you. Just keep on being like a David. Just keep on being teachable, flexible, and worshipful. I'm going to say it again. Be teachable, be flexible, and be worshipful. And God will allow you to be bountiful. My God, God will allow you to be bountiful if you remain teachable and flexible and worshipful. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Well, listen, my time is up. I can't stay on here all night, but I just wanted to get on and encourage somebody. David's family only saw a shepherd, but God saw a king. Oh, there is a king in you. There's a king in me. Come on, let's go to the kingdom. Let's get back to the kingdom and let's do kingdom assignments and let's win souls for the kingdom of God and let's get some kingdom blessings reigning and ruling in our life. God bless you. Father, I thank you tonight for the souls that have joined in on this broadcast. Bless us, Lord. Encourage us, quicken us, and cause us to get up from where we are and press on to where you called us to be. We thank you, Lord, and we glorify you 
for this is your word. In Jesus' name, it is so. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, Pastor Daly. I'm so glad that you allowed me to come back on the broadcast one more month to share a word from the Lord. It's just good to share. Hallelujah, a word from the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Praise God. We're back in your hands, Pastor Ty Daly. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Did y'all receive that in your spirit tonight? Hallelujah, God. You may know where you are, but God knows where he is going to have you to be. Hallelujah, God. I thank God for that word. I needed that word in my spirit and in my soul. Before we have Pastor close out and offer the call of salvation, we are going to have Brother Robert come on with the announcements, after which we will have um, Pastor come back and give the call of salvation for someone out there listening who I know soul is on fire for the Lord this evening, as well as the closing down in prayer. Brother Rob? Yes. Amen, amen. When we thank uh, Pastor for tonight's show. Uh, we really appreciate it and enjoyed it. And uh, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and do the announcements. This is the Product Purpose Kim Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's show, no matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us online or via phone. Uh, we greatly appreciate your support and your listenership here at Purpose Kim Network. And uh, we also thank those that share with their friends and family members. Thank you so much for doing so. Okay, anytime we do a broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live show, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. And um, please feel free to share with your friends and and, uh, family members. Okay, Uh, we also uh, like to invite you on our Facebook page, which is Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. There you can hear uh, some of our upcoming shows and advertisements, uh, like the ones that we are going to announce uh, very soon. And uh, before I do the end the announcements, I'll go ahead and uh, make one of those announcements. Okay. And uh, also we do have a radio network, which is pknradio.com, pknradio.com. Please check it out. It is 24 hours of music of inspiration. Okay. And uh, we're also on Instagram and Twitter at purpose underscore kingdom. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, Correspond with us via email. You can correspond with us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. Uh, we gladly honor that. Okay, and um, you know, one of the announcements I'm going to make is that uh, this year we will have our year-end revival, which is going to start on December 25th and end on December 31st. And our all show times are going to be at 8 p.m. And the one on December 31st, We'll be at 11 p.m. bringing us into the new year in praise. Okay, and so uh, we have on December 25th, Minister Bernard Merrill, and um, he will kick us off on our uh, end-of-the-year revival. Uh, Next up on December 26th is going to be Dr. Reverend uh, Reverend Dr. Aline Maddox. Uh, On the 27th, we're going to have our very own Reverend Aaron Williams, and on the 28th, we're going to have uh, Elder Elijah Cooper. And on the 29th, we're going to have Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson. And on the 30th, we're going to have Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. And on the 31st at 11 p.m., we're going to have our very own Pastor Toy Daly. I uh, hope you uh, 
please uh, stay tuned as we um, continue to inform you of our lineup for year-end revival. So please uh, feel free to um, let everyone know that we will have our year-end revival starting on the 25th of December. Okay, and um, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. And we will have the dwelling place, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Dominique Hudson. All right, and uh, don't forget, God's going God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, and that's going to be the dwelling place with Sister Dominique Hudson. Okay, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements, and I'm going to bring back on Pastor Montez. And Pastor Montez, um, great show. I really enjoy uh, tonight's episode. Now, Praise Pastor. our God. Praise our God. What a joy. What a joy it has been to be in fellowship with the saints tonight. And I pray that you all have been blessed. Uh, and I pray that the Holy Spirit has ministered to you and that you feel the charge of God to move forward in him. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sins, let me tell you, today is a good day to get to know Jesus Jesus loves you with an everlasting love, and all he says is, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He offers you rest tonight. He offers you peace, joy, and favor. So all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, and I want to be saved. Come into my heart. I acknowledge that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God, and he died for my sins. And he rose again with all power in his hands. And if you made that confession tonight, Jesus welcomes you into his family. Jesus welcomes you into his family. And you, brothers and sisters, you are a part. And he saves you. And he says, come and welcome and enjoy the peace of God that's on your life. So this is our offer to you. Accept him. Walk with him. Live with him, and he'll make the difference. God bless you. And let me tell you, you can always visit our ministry, myjudifier.com. May the Lord bless you, and may heaven smile upon you. Thank you, Pastor Daly. Thank you to all of the partners and friends, Kingdom Network. God bless you. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will he saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.